Yes, sir. We are back live, direct, episode 89. As I've told you the past few episodes, uh, we are, you know, not even we are, we have Artificial in the building. He is back, you know, part two to the uh, first time you saw him here and got introduced to uh, Sheku and his clothing, you know, and the whole story behind Artificial. Um, but this time around, you know, we got we got Gordo in the building to uh to uh help us interview as well. Hopefully Paul joins us. Um we did send a text just to let let him know and things like that because I know he really wanted to uh get introduced and speak to you. I know he's he's copped uh, a shirt as well from artificial. So uh definitely hope he can uh jump on. Um but yeah I am excited for Gordo to be in this interview because as I was saying earlier, you know he he's he's close to that hooligan brand and things like that so he's got a perspective on Chicago streetwear as well and he also as you had mentioned earlier uh he asked when you were out of the room if you are a painter if you get you know if you uh, work on art and stuff like that so i told him you do and you know you put some of that stuff on clothes but before we get into artificial i just you know gordo just introduced kind of your involvement in art and kind of proximity to like apparel from back in the day with bussy and things like that um yeah so we pretty much you know it kicked it off with uh um make the hood great again at, so i don't know if you like remember like during like that i year still got that trump downstairs and... yeah i still got mine too like um that year trump, i think it was like that year he was running our campaign and he, i think it was like really like that's that night he had like basically it was like make the make America great again. I was like, man, fuck that, make the hood great again. And so but right. me and Bussy was like, fuck it, let's put it on a hat. And so we like put it on a hat and it was just going crazy. Um and so like that was like my first like really kind of introduction into like streetwear and like Chicago like fashion. Like we had pretty much um because like Buzzy had already been doing clothing. Like he had the clothing and culture thing. Um uh, so it kind of like fit perfectly within his um aspect. Cause he had did the chakra hoodies. So I don't know if you like when y'all uh, yeah, dropped the pray yeah. for the week, the pray for the week jackets was dropped. Um, he had dropped the chakra hoodies, and so you know it was just like another little aspect. And you know I'm like pretty much just been around um, streetwear brands like pretty much all the up and coming Chicago ones. You know from right. uh, Ryan Jacobs and um, RX. You know coming up, and then like I say, uh, Rico L over at Hooligan. Um, pretty much just watched a lot of rise and like you know people come to me for input and like bro how you feel about this design what you think and I'm just like bro this might be it you know this is fire I fuck with it and so you know I just always you know keep an open mind you know I'm not like a fashion I don't call myself a fashion dude but it's just like I I, I really enjoy the craft of like graphic design and so that's pretty much like where the correlation comes into like when you're designing t-shirts and um, you know have an intention in what you put on um your clothing like that's what i like that's where the correlation comes in for me in the real reality like i've never been like a fashion dude i feel like but like the streetwear um graphic design aspect and you know the, the heavy graphics and stuff like that mm -hmm. that's where like i correlated it came over right and from our first conversation with artificial i feel like you've been saying kind of the same thing um just as far as when I was asking you if you pulled anything from other streetwear brands or like fashion brands and you were necessarily like, you know, not that I'm not interested or not paying attention, but you were kind of more so focused on just your own ethos and your own kind of graphic design and putting that on shirts. Kind of how is how is that 
um i guess guided you so far because it seems like that's kind of the story for a lot of chicago streetwear brands like hey i'm not necessarily like rodale drive or anything but i know it looks good and i'm trying <laughs> to you know give people something that looks good i agree with what uh what gordo was saying like i, I personally i don't follow fashion as far as like especially like the luxury and high-end stuff I do like i prefer looking at streetwear like you said just like I like to see what they do with the colors and whatever they come up with, whether it's drawn, whether it's hand type, whatever the case may be. I like to see that. Sometimes it's just like, just like seeing it. It's fired in me. Right. So as far as me, it's always been mostly from imagination or experience. So I never really right. had to uh, look at other brands for that. I have looked at other brands when I was like really frustrated, like especially the last couple of months. Like when I'm, you know, like mentally, you can't get anything out. All right, maybe if I see yeah. somebody color a shirt, it might give me something. But as far as when it's time to, like, when I'm clear and it's time to create, it's just like, all right, cool. Like, I, I just, uh, you know, I never tell you what the piece is, but I just submitted the piece and uh, it's in production right now. It's like, I guess my perspective of, of love in a small sense, you know what I'm saying? But like, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to make like a Valentine's shirt. It's just like, yeah, it's just a shirt. This is a shirt about something I was thinking right. about for a while. That's what's up. So where you I guess just to give an update, just to give an update, where where are you now compared to our last conversation? There's um, definitely been a, a number of drops. There's there's been um I guess some big events, but how would you I guess say where you're at based from now based to back then? I think I was more I've been more humbled since then. Because at 2021, I was on fire that year. I had like right. six, seven releases. Going they crazy. All, they all sold out. And uh, my biggest my biggest gamble was the hoodie. People asked me for a hoodie for a while. I don't want to do nothing too basic. You know, I just put something out there. It was fake as a new reel. And that one was, I, I was surprised it moved as quick as it did. And um, so that was a great experience. And I started like, all right, let me uh try different things or I don't know. I guess I was humbled in the sense of like, all right, what we did that year, I didn't replicate early this year. So it's like, all right, I need to worry about that foundation and keep everybody uh entertained rather than getting any type of ego just because we had a decent run that year. But as far as that, I feel like my technique has improved greatly. My ideas like I'm now focused on the message, uh, not only the message, but making it clear of mm -hmm. what, rather than just have it on the card, what the shirt means is now like it's clearly on the shirt. What it means. And uh, recently, do you know the brand Art of Homage? Art of Homage down in Texas, like Christian faith, faith based brand. No, send me the link though. All right. So basically, they're a multi million dollar brand. They got five brands under their umbrella, multi million dollar company. And I joined one of their, you know, like the mentorship programs to like help you get your techniques up and all that. So yeah. I recently, I recently jumped on that, and um, like like I said, I was humble. What I what I thought I was really doing something crazy, they pretty much told me like what I'm doing doesn't make sense, in the sense of like I'm confusing people and probably scaring them away. So it's like a somewhat of a what's going on, Paul? Somewhat of Yo. a all in the building. Patient. Uh, Facts. In in the sense of it's just like all right, I'm 
I'm not going off like an ego trip. I'm actually really pouring into every single design now. Not even trying to be attention. Yeah, pretty much. Like the, the details. Like I did one that had crazy details this year, but the message wasn't. And, and I, I feel you. I feel you on that because I feel like that correlates with everything, you know, like you know, people will get on tracks and just, you know, freestyle, but it's just like if you don't have no intention, you can't really make a a, a number one record. You feel me? And it, and it and it correlates over it correlates over into everything, you know, and I, I realized that as well, you know. So it's just like with designing, with creating music, with writing, with anything, you have to have some type of intention to create, you know, just so it can can have like a life to it in a sense, you know. I feel like Can't. without a story, you can you can probably you can make more if you have a story behind it. Like the fake flowers last long. There was a story. I didn't project it as well, but people still understood the mission. Mm. Like that one I had with the 3D thing on the back, it didn't it didn't go off as well as like the fake flower. Like everything from the color to the placement of everything, everything was just like, it was locked in. So that that's why that one, that one didn't last three days, three, four days versus the other one it took me a couple months to get rid of. So yeah. that's, I would say I've grown in that sense. Like I've realized everything has got to be intentional. And how, do you, and how did you improve? You by, just you by yourself, right? It's just you by yourself? Yeah, it's just me. Me, myself, and I. Man, yeah, I salute you. Because I'm like, it's, you just like, with uh Rico, like he is just him by himself. Like he do all the design and taking the time to like put in the orders and make everything, put it in production. And I'm like, that should be a lot. And I'd be telling him like, bro, like you, like you don't need no co-designer. And like, I know you have intentions, but it's like sometimes like that second eye, you know, can help out a lot. But I'm like, I definitely salute y'all on y'all one man, you know, you know, production team. Like I, I that shit is crazy. With someone, but uh, at the time, you know, it was just me. I didn't really have no big friend, friendship or network or anything. So it was like nobody yeah. about it. So I started on my own. I'm not trying to end on my own, but like at the time, no one, yeah, was, I no one understood why I was trying to go with the brand. Like, you know, everyone's got a different sense of style yeah. and all that. So it's like I kind of had to lay this foundation in order to attract who I would need to keep it going. Hey, well, you know, I mess with your brand, man. You know I do. I truly appreciate it. I'm glad for the same. Yeah, and I and I think that uh, um, one clip when you was like uh, the episode after the one that I was on there, when you were giving your perspective about it, it's actually uh, I'm trying something new in 2023. I guess I might as well tell you. It's basically like because you have a different perspective, like how you said you hear things a new real, and you think so and so and so. I've heard it a million different ways. And I've never actually expressed what mine meant. So I'm going to actually be going around like the Chicagoland area, the people who purchase, literally pull up on them, give them a quick little interview for literally like a minute. Just tell me what fake is the new real means to you. Not necessarily my brand. Just tell me what that phrase means to you. Just as like a, a content idea and just uh, rather than everything, this is me buying and selling into you. It's like, all right, I want, I just want to hear everybody's perspective, basically. And, that, and that's what the that's that's what the that's what the best creators do. 
you put your work out there and everybody has their interpretation of it. I feel like that's what, and that's why I feel like, you know, with everything, that's why I consider everything art, you know, because everything has an art to it, you feel me, like, you have to have, like, it gives, like you say, like, everybody has their own idea for this means a little bit different to them than it does to somebody, like, somebody else, you know, somebody else, you can find meaning, they find different meaning in it, like, for me, I fuck with this fleece, you know, hooligan. Like, I don't even, like, I never really asked, bro, like, what was the intention behind hooligan, but it's just, like, the name hooligan just just seems so, you know, crazy and cold to me, even, you know, like, seeing that movie, The Warriors, like, but it's just, like, an opposite of that, you know, so it's just, like, I, was, I always ask people, like, what was, like, the inspiration behind, you know, like, the brand? Did you have a brand that inspired you, like, and things like that? I don't know if y'all asked that in the last interview. And I, and I, I asked. I asked. A, I asked about a few brands, but of course, um, I think he was saying more so. Like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think on the last interview you were saying if if any brands you were inspired by it was more so indie brands or brands that you had mentioned earlier, like the one in Texas, rather than big national brands such as like uh, uh, Supreme or, or or Vans or something like that. I, I would say. I grasped on. I, I think I'm gonna I'm answer your question too, Gordo. Sorry. I'm, I I grasped at everyone. There was like a, a brand in Chicago called Angry Hero, and I remember seeing them like 2009. I was just like, that's exactly my type of thing. Like hand drawn, yeah. kind of cartoonish, but like got a yeah. A, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think I remember those. I I loved that brand, and I tell them all the time. I just told them the other day. You was the, probably one of the one of my favorites, not top three, top two, or whatever. But like back then, I was too broke to even buy the shirt, so I was a fan from afar. To the, to this day, I was a fan from afar. But as far yeah. as um, what, what Gordo was saying, like the origin of the brand, mine's mine came from. Uh, I tried to do two other brands prior to this, but they were actually just all talk. I never physically did it, so mm. um, I accidentally drew. The eight, it's on my one of my shirts, like the black shirt. I accidentally drew it one time in college and I went home and like did it again and it came out clean. So at the time I was making beats and someone didn't pick a name, so I picked abstract. But I only make a couple of shirts so I can wear them when we had these so called shows that dude was lying about. So, long story short, I, I tried some things, but I never, I physically was like making the shirts on like the old Udo machine. I don't know if y'all remember that. But, um, long story short, nothing happened. So I let it sit and I tried something else. Uh, I remember one of the designs I made while making abstract um, had like a little ribbon over it and it said artificial common sense. I said, all right, let me try ACS. Same thing. It was all talk. Nothing happened. Two years later, I gave up. So another year after that, I said, I'm going to try it one more time. Going through my art books and I remember seeing ACS. I'm like, all right, let me just take the artificial on that. And I started trying and my eyes is clean, but like there's too many words in artificial. So I was like, yeah. yeah. So I, I was supposed to be spelling the whole word, just like just like plain logo T's, just spelling the whole word, but it was like it was too much that you have to make it so small. And it's just like, nah, whatever. So I just took the letters out and then um started going from there, started drawing and there there was no immediate uh intention to it all, and but it all just developed throughout my train of thought like i'm just going off the stuff that i say on the regular or do on the regular and go from there okay i fuck with that 
Because I, like, I had, like, I always, like, I wonder what's this, like, a minimalistic type of thing, you know, keep it simple, but, like, get to the point. And that's what I always figured, felt it was, you know, like, a, you know, like, I love minimalism, but it's just, it's like, I, I, I like it when it's just, like, direct and, you know, you understand what the fuck you're really doing and looking at it. So that's what I kind of always put artificial in because it's just like yeah it's it's not nothing really too crazy like but it's just like it works it's clean and it, it gets to the point that you get the idea and the message yeah so i'm like i can definitely see that now speaking on the message i know earlier you were you were speaking on uh improving the message and and i guess not improving the message but i guess improving i guess the audience's interpretation of that message or or something like that if if that's the right way to say it um how were or what were some of the methods that you took to help improve that messaging uh well half of it was from uh the guys tim and gabe just telling me like it's not clear it's like you confuse me you lose me so i had to right. take that it took me a second to really understand it because like i see my art i understand my art the same with with the trailers. Like I know exactly what I'm saying. I know the little hidden things I'm throwing in there, but the average person doesn't know me on the brand. When they see it, like I don't get it. I don't even see the shirt. What am I even looking at? Right. So now, now it's just strictly clear. Like if Gordo stumbled on my page one day, it's like, all right, what the hell's going on? Versus, oh wow, this is crazy. You played a real. Oh wow. This trailer really goes with that and explains the shirt the same way a couple of words on the back of the shirt explain it. So it's just basically stepping out me, stepping outside of me and making right. it clear to the average person that sees me right. in Arkansas or wherever. Yeah, I feel that. It connects to hip hop as well. I know earlier you had mentioned listening to my project and something that I've heard in the reception is that I improve that messaging, right? Because we have, a, or at least rappers have a tendency to try to be lyrical miracle and you can get to a level where you are Lupe and the only people who will interpret are the super purists, the people who are on that level. But, you know, as artists, I feel like we do want to hit that broad net. So it is that push and pull of you want to be complex and throw all the hidden Easter eggs in there, but you do want people to get it and grasp it. So it's a little bit of, fine-tuning so i do like how you said that and whatnot um but i guess since you have taken on that initiative what what differences have you seen in the reception from people um so the the change has been recent so it's only now on my next couple of things that i've uh, just gotten production literally today All that right. it's clearer like uh the first shirt i did this year the eye of the beholder on the back, there was like four or five different like one line, one hitters, one liners or whatever. They they didn't necessarily correlate to each other, but they did, and that's what I'm saying. Like that that shouldn't have that layer of confusion. Right. Like I should have just explained. It. I mean, I thought it was obvious. Like opinions don't matter. That was clear as ever. People saw that and still were like, I don't get it because they think I'm thinking really complex and deep. No, like ninety percent of the stuff I say on my shirt. Um, and I'm going to start putting on the shirts next year. Literally, I'm just reiterating common sense. The stuff right. that we know but choose to ignore. It's like that red flag thing. Mm -hmm. So I've got designs where on the back it just says common sense sold separately. Which clearly you don't want it. Right, right. Like, fake flowers last longer. It shouldn't have confused as many people as it did. Right. <laughs> that one for sure shouldn't have confused anybody. I mean, 
And it right. was, to me, it was clear, but it was right. still, it was like inboxing me, like, so what exactly do you mean? It just lasts long. Uh, the eye of the beholder, opinions don't matter, it's all subjective. That was just me reminding common sense, like, you don't have to listen to people. Like, you right. know you, but you still give it power. If someone gives you a negative opinion, you rush to that comment before you, all the people praising you, you ignore them, but you go to the negative. You know, suck my you're giving that too much power. So it's just friendly reminders. The uh, happiness is a butterfly. You know, drive slow. You're not gonna just jump out and get it. You, gotta, you know, it's gotta come to you type of thing. All right. It's everything's a friendly reminder. Ninety percent of my search is friendly reminders of common sense. Has any of that change in approach kind of influenced the uh the ads or the trailers? Yes, yes. So now, before, like, I'll say my very last one was probably the most confusing one. And that's like, all right, I got to step away from that. So now, instead of just, like, long, complex ads, it's more short reels that make complete sense. Like, even if you didn't see the shirt, you would understand the entire product. So okay, I okay. really have my, my whiteboard over there when I'm planning it out. All my future drops because i'm trying to i'm trying to drop once a month again all right but for six months i'm trying to drop once a month everything is just about executing it making the message super duper clear so uh i was gonna say i was also you know you remind me of somebody that would indulge in atlanta man that atlanta streetwear market i follow that page like i wish i was out there like they always i think they do it like quarterly or something like that it's like 200 brands out there that under the same building, just one big uh pop-up. Yeah, that's what I'm like. It, it, it like, because I'm like, I think, and it's just like, I feel like they started to do it in St. Louis as well. You know, they start running, have like big streetwear events and things like that. That's why I'm like, I feel like um Chicago needs to kind of like do something where like all the indie brands come together. And, like, You know, the funny thing is, whatever. this past weekend, Complex Con, I'm pretty sure was in L.A., uh, shout out East World. He was over there working the kites, Christopher Kites tent and things like that. But when I saw that, I was like, you know, I remember going to Chicago for for Complex Con, and I don't think I've seen it again. Now maybe that could have been because of COVID and things like that. But you know, I'm like, hey, it is one of those things where in DC, I went to a boutique called uh, somewhere or. Yeah, I think it was called Somewhere DC or something like that. And they had a raffle for the Jordans. And I saw they had a booth at Complex Con. So I was like, wow, a DMV, uh, you know, retailer or b- boutique is out in L.A. So that got me thinking about, you know, what's going on with Chicago. Because clearly we have a lot was, of Chicago hey, brands. Hey, hey, that's how it was for uh, when, when Joe Fresh was at Complex Con. Right, for a minute, right. So. It was kind of and, like, and, oh, and look, shit. he he was he like they had they had Joe Fresh Goods. I think they had Half Evil, and they had Vic Mensa's brand. So they had a few brands, but clearly, you know, we got the Artificials, we got the uh, the Hooligans, and, and there's there's other brands out there. You know, shout out Khalil with merch, uh, Cam with Amana. Clearly, there's a bunch Amana. of brands out here who are at a level, but you know, maybe they're not at the Joe Fresh Goods or Half Evil level yet. But I think they still need a kind of like an avenue or something if it's not complex con what avenue do we have to kind of have a big market where everyone can kind of put their clothes in have you found something where you can kind of sell outside of just direct to consumer no i do see pop-ups every now and then you know like um 
like somebody had just rent a hall, you know, to be rent local brands, uh, eyelashes and stuff like that coming through. Uh, but I've never seen like the Atlanta street market like that big of a thing. I right. never seen the last thing I actually did see, um, but I saw it when it was too late. I think Scoop Error, he had he had hosted one in like some big open, I don't know, it looked it looked nice and they looked real nice. And there was a whole bunch of brands in there going crazy. Um but as far as like how he was saying, I'm not sure if he was talking about the Atlanta street market. I don't know if it's a company or just an event thing. Right. I think huge. Yeah, that's what I was like. I don't really know. I just be seeing it like it'd just be a lot of streetwear brands out there and shit. Sound like what a, a farmer's market for streetwear or something like that. Yeah, kind of like a, yeah, basically easy. like yeah. like a car meet for streetwear brands like right. type shit. But the thing and is, I gotta, see one that I do like. It's like I ain't got no inventory. I ain't got nothing coming up. Right, right. That's why twenty twenty three. I'm gonna be over consistent. I'm gonna keep stuff in there. I don't care if it's plain tees. I don't care if it's fire tees. Whatever, something's gonna be there. And I'm just trying to be more active. Like I'm too two online sales right now. I need to be outside. I used right. to see other brands was always at pop-ups. Uh, um, Pillars, Rich Soul, Sweat Spots, too. They was always at pop-ups as big as they were. So, right. And how do you, of- I guess, how do you deal with your, I guess, inventory or or what? It, what is your thoughts on inventory? Because um, just working with merch, I know Gordo and I have, have worked with Teespring and things like that. Just because it's easier for for what we're trying to do right so maybe maybe it, it's not it doesn't work for us to buy 20 or 30 or 40 t-shirts at once and then try to sell them it might work better to you know tell people like hey this is over here and even though this website's taking a cut at least it's like hey you order something and it's made for you when you order it because i think both of us have done something where it's like you order a whole bunch of inventory and then maybe you're sitting on it for a little bit but clearly, yeah. you know, you're in a different space than us and it's not merch for you. So how how do you, I guess, how do you deal with inventory? Do you like to order things at once or are you print when necessary? I like to be more personal. So I have to keep everything on me, like printful, all, right. all these other places. They're not going to like take their time to put the note in there, the buttons, mm. magnets, make a trailer. Mm. So kind of like, to me, I'm like, like the links up with you so I can, because I'm like, I've been, Man, like I need some connects on some like actual like good pretty like t-shirt places because I got this I got this I art idea. I don't hold any info back. I've given out my place many a times. Uh, some people have, some people haven't used, but I I don't not a, like I don't hold no info back. Bro. I don't taking the Virgil approach, man. That. I like it because Virgil he I didn't get he that. didn't gatekeep either, right? He he had websites talk about free game this this and that, and it's up to people to listen. Because people think like, yo, you got to push people back to get ahead. And here Virgil is, the top of the game, right? At Louis Vuitton with a big, you know, corporate position, everything. Highest selling brand under LVMH for a little bit. And he's giving it all away. He's telling people exactly what I did. Yo, come up here. He's bringing people in the office. So, you know, him being from Chicago, you being from Chicago and just saying that kind of had me being like, oh, there's a few parallels here, you know. I feel like it's unnecessary to hold info back because to me, me giving him the exact person I use is not going to stop what I do. Right. That's not going to affect right. me. You're if not going to design not, like though. me. <laughs> if anything, like, exactly. And that's the thing about it. That I'll be... Slow down my production because they got a lot of people coming in now, but I know that they're, they're going to still take care of me at the end of the day. All right. So what you do with them, that's up to you. But I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I tell people the program I use, all of that. I, 
there's no need for me to be all. That's what I'm saying. That ego thing, I, I get rid of that. Yeah, and that's what I feel like that's what really divides the Chicago streetwear brands is the ego thing. It's a lot of egos, you know. And so it's just like I've seen almost every brand, whether it's low, mid, or top tier, say no one can F with them, just like how rappers do. Like can't nobody see me on the beat. Hey, and it gets serious. I don't know if y'all remember this a few years ago, not even to bring Virgil up again, uh, rest in peace. But when Virgil was introducing his show at the mca or his exhibit at the uh the yeah it is the mca in chicago um i don't know if you remember but he started off the whole like history with him doing a shirt for colette in paris and that same shirt was a, a recreation of a shirt he actually did for leaders years before and i remember the the uh, owners of leaders put out a huge you know instagram post like yo you were racing history this this and that blah 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 so like at first you're reading it and you're like oh man but you know you can't really say that that was ego more so than he he wanted his credit um but i see in that in that sense you know possibly Virgil was dealing with the ego to where he didn't want to necessarily be like, Oh, these small beginnings at leaders. So definitely like things that we're doing now are, are going to kind of still influence things like years later, it's all going to, you know, matter and come back because he had to answer for that. And at the end of the day, leaders was included in the MCA after they made their, you know, kind of like, uh, noise but it was one of those things where they don't want to be erased right and they shouldn't be erased yeah. so it's like yeah definitely take the ego out but i feel like also don't let anybody you know discredit or step on you you know there's definitely like yeah definitely yeah. definitely definitely My ego like i was trying to i'm sorry if i keep taking over the conversation oh no 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 so it's always about was like you better get it or because it ain't coming back you know awesome right. exclusive type stuff so like one of the people in the group that I'm in, he kept trying to tell me, restock the hoodie, restock the hoodie. I'm like, ah, but you know, like, I already did it. People already got it. I'm like, I only made like 50 and 60. So there's 100,000 more people in the next three zip codes that probably want it. So why am I just keeping it to the one thing? So people always tell me that, oh, when are you going to restock it? I don't. But he said something to me that stuck with me. It's only like three weeks old. But he's like, do you want to be the cool guy or do you want to make sales and make money? Mm -hmm. and that's what i and, and, and that's the thing about it i was i, I, I was gonna ask you like would you ever restock on older you know merchandise that is the intention 100 that was the intention from the jump to keep everything in stock for future people who come by but you know with expenses and money like i ain't just got free money i can throw in the brand like some people can so exactly when i get the little lump two one two three thousand it's like all right do i want to because I had a small reach at the time. Like, do you want to restock it and try to get other people where I don't know where? I don't know how to work ads yet, or do I make a new piece? So I just kept making new piece every month that I get. That's why every month it was something new. Actually, I had to, I had to restock this one twice because it just flew because I had it for dirt cheap. I had it for like 20 bucks, and people was getting it. So, um, But I actually did just restock the hoodie. That was I got two things in this uh, sale I did today. I restocked the hoodie. And I got a new piece. So okay. I'm trying to get in the habit of restocking all my, I guess, the crowd favorites rather than my favorites. Right. Right. So that, that mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to do in 2023 rather right. than just put everything with new. Now, I feel like there's there's places like Nike who do like 
tasteful, I'll call it tasteful restocks because right, they they want to be the cool guy too, but they want to make money. So if you right. really pay attention to some of these brands, they'll give you a whole lot of stock, but they're giving you it in little drops here and there. So you feel like it's mad exclusive. Talking apparel. Shoes are apparel when you talk about it like True, true. Shoes are different. Shoes are different. Shoes are different. But I do feel like, say, even like even like a, a Supreme or something, it'll be like if you really at the end of the day or at the end of the year, look at how much stuff that they've actually released of what like one product, you can be like, oh, I thought this sold out like last week, but now it's back a little bit and, and I thought it sold out. So anytime somebody sees something like that in their mind it's like oh this is so limited it's so this but at, you know when you really take an account and you with all the restocks everyone got to eat at the end of the day who wanted to so i do feel like you know you can still be the cool guy sometimes it's just all in the strategy and thanks how you and, know, I know, and i know you my bad yeah i know you make your your own stuff uh, most of the time and what I was going to ask is, is that because I know a lot of people, right, when they, when they have their own brands, they you can take orders in somehow and then create it. You know, there's a certain lead time associated with that. You can just make it as your orders come in. Um, I, I don't know if that's not. Do you work with pre-orders? That's what yeah. you're kind of. So I don't I, I think he was talking about people who got like their own like heat presses and stuff like that. Is that that? Right. Right. Yeah. I don't have that. I just get mine screen printed and then I just hold my hold my inventory and all that. So, so I guess I'm getting I, I guess I'm getting no, I guess I'm getting deep then. is there a system that does that? I, and C probably said it like pre ordering, right? Like some do some systems do that? Like they'll take the order and then order them on a certain day. Like you take a bunch of out. orders and you let people know that it'll be manufactured within four to twelve weeks. Like it's not ready yet. That's, that's what right. you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's something I would never do. I've always been against it. No disrespect to anybody else, but I think it's a backwards approach to things. And I've seen it backfire with a lot of people. Um, for example, there was a guy who he used to make TikToks quoting battle rap, right? Right. He got real popular. And he decided, you know, let me, let me uh what's the word? Monetize this. Mm-hmm. Right. So he, he had a logo made or whatever, and he made a whole bunch of sweat. I guess he had put out, I guess maybe the sample, a couple of t-shirts, a couple of jogging pants. And he was telling people, boom, by now it's going to come in a couple of weeks. So he must have collected like $1,000 or whatever. Months go by, then he finally he, then he finally puts out a GoFundMe link and say, hey, we didn't get enough pre-orders, and I don't have enough money to complete the orders that's there. So if y'all can hit this GoFundMe, I'll be able to get the stuff and get it to you guys. Oh, so wow. This is how I see pre-orders, right? Like, at least from my perspective, who I go with, it's a, it's a certain amount, okay, that you got to pay. When they, when they tally it up, it's, all right, it's $2,500 for all that. Cool. Now you got to pay it before they even start. Most people most people won't start, especially if they don't know it. They ain't going to start it until you pay them. Or, or backwards, whatever you want to call it. So boom. Now, I need $2,500 to get these hoodies out, right? So I let you guys know, yo, it's pre-ordered. Send your money now, you guaranteed yours. So I get your 60, I get your 60, and I get Gordo's 60. So now I got I got $180, but I need $2,000. Right. So now, if everybody else has been scared from pre-orders from other people, they just said, nah, I'll just wait till it comes in. Now, I still got your 180 bucks. I need to come up with 
$2,000 on my own now to get the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. And then I can't do it. So now I'm scrambling, trying to sell PS5s and trying to come up with $2,500 the whole time. I don't want to refund you guys because one, I don't want to lose you as a customer. Two, I need that $180. So to me, to push yourself in a certain hole. I, I don't say anything. Like, I don't even announce I'm making a shirt until it's physically here. That's why I don't know if you've seen the teasers. I'll just put, like, the, uh, the collar when it's physically in front of me and I've watched, tested it and all that. <laughs> That's the only time you know I got something. I've, I've just seen it backfire on so many people that I'll never try that. Yeah, I didn't see that backfire in, like, art, comic books, video games, all type of stuff. So it's just, like, it, it, it's, it's just a risk. Like, you have to have, like, the popularity and just, like, literally, like, I don't, it's like you have to have the popularity and already the demand for it, you know? It's just like you can't, it's like you can present an idea and be like, hey, pre-orders and a couple people will get on, you know? But it's just like, if there ain't a demand for it, then it's it's always going to be a risk. Right. And that's, yeah. and that's the one thing that I, like, I learned from people from that same exact, watching people do that same thing, regardless, like, if it's art. And I'm like, I, I see a lot of artists do, like, they, like they want to do graphic novels and things of that nature. And like, hey, donate this for our first copy edition of Woo Woo, and the shit never comes. And I'm yep. just like, fuck. I, I ordered a t-shirt from yeah. a Chicago brand that took almost two months to get it. And I just, mm. I, I really unfollowed them. So to answer Paul's question, if you know you can't back yourself in a pre-order in case nobody gets it, then you just do what uh. But um, Brian said, as far as the printer order, that's a different ball game. Right. Rather, if I didn't have the money and I really wanted to get something out that bad, print the order. That way they can get it. But even that, that's a risk. Like, you know, they might send it bad or I don't know. I, I, I can't. I, I, I literally, I fold all my shirts. I check to make sure everything is lined up how it's supposed to. My first three shirts was horrible. And I had to, like, keep so many of my first batch because I, I can just hold it up like this is completely crooked or this line is crooked. This is that. Like, I see it because I've stared at the design for months before even, you know what I'm saying? So they're not going to do that. They're just going to swipe, package, send. So if somebody right. if somebody goes through your print through order and like, yo, my shirt's messed up, how do you take care of that? Do you buy it and then send it to them? Like, how does that work? Right. To me, it's just getting yourself into a pickle. So I like to physically have mine. Sorry. And and one you know one thing that I, I thought about when you were saying it is a risk with the pre-orders. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of Zeta Kicks. Um, he recently uh, got indicted actually for what turned into a, a Ponzi scheme. But he was a he was a sneaker reseller, and he was so confident in his in his abilities to acquire sneakers early or acquire sneakers in general and resell them because you know reselling you still have to go for the sneakers yourself but i guess there's people at a certain level where they can either get it directly from the brands or they can backdoor they can you know go to stores and buy the inventory beforehand but what, what he was doing was pre-orders so he was guaranteeing people you'll get this shoe and he really got caught up during the uh cool gray 11 release this recent one so he he got like i don't know if it was like 50,000 or so much thousand pre-orders and after a while it's like he can't even fulfill some of these orders but he got the money still 
<laughs> you know, and he's keeping the money. People are getting upset. Um, you know, he, he's he's taking their money to buy more shoes to then fulfill this. He gets in over his head, and 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 you know that's obviously the farthest thing that could ever happen when you're in this pre pre orders uh business. But I guess that's that's a danger yeah. of what could happen if if you if yeah. you over promise. And and you undersell. <laughs> there is precedent now that you know you can be indicted or something like that. So it's Over interesting. God is dope. Um, I've ordered a few things. I always get mine on time. But you go to that page, it's always, yo, I ain't get this. How you gonna put this out? I ain't got mine. Da, da, da. And that's what that's what I know. I mean, I I love that 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 company when twisted. Like I'm so used to seeing that with the comments when people speak on it. They say the same things, kind of like a similarity. You just have to do it the right way. I mean, not the right way. They ain't doing it wrong. I'm not trying to say that. You know, I'm trying to say like sometimes you know. I've seen videos where even like World Envision, the, the workers there be like, "Yo, he keeps trying to sell the stuff before we even get it." So now we got to refund all these people, and they asking for this. All right. Now the last time, the last time I had you on, you were you were speaking about your marketing remarketing efforts and and using email and and things of that nature do you still do you still have the email push or the newsletter and that's, and that's the my, uh the secret codes in there for the discounts 100 that's, that's my right. and what i like is the participation right like there was one i think for the hoodie so on my uh the green shirt the never gamble with snakes there was a typo on it that we did, me and my uh, production, they, we didn't see it until it was done. So it was like, oh, I was like, you know, I don't care, we're gonna run with it. So I decided to make that typo, that word, the discount code for the next thing. So when the hoodie came out, I was like, all right. And the email was like, for those who got the Never Gamble with Snakes, discount code is on the shirt. It's the one word that's misspelled. And a friend of mine, she's been an avid, uh, she's been buying every single piece, maybe once or twice. Like usually it takes like five minutes after I send the email out for people to get the code and then put it through. It was like the first 30 seconds. I remember hitting up like that. That was quick. She was like, Yeah, I, I seen that when I first bought it. Like I know my shirts top to bottom, left and right. So as soon as I read that, it's like I already know it's this word and go at it. So a lot of people really still participate, but that is my biggest avenue upon releases. And I'm actually about to uh try something new for 2023. Let's say I send about 150 emails out or 150 contacts. Out of that 150, I might get like 65, 50 to 65% openings. And from there, probably about 30% clicking and opening and all that. So I'm going to actually send out an email. Usually I send the email Sundays and release on Monday. I'm going to send a first email out on Saturday to the select group who pretty much guaranteed to buy, always buy something, always the first ones up always have every piece i'm gonna give them the first access to it i'm gonna shut down the website password you know not password encrypt, but you gotta get a password to get an insight that's what's gonna be in that email since y'all my my real supporters i'm gonna let you get the first glance at it they get the first buy and everything and then the next day it's everybody else who might just open it and not you know convert i'm trying to give some type of like little VIP access, but no, it, it really, it's really the best thing I've ever uh, found out about. Right. Yeah, I, 
that that when I when I heard that I was like that's that's something that I feel like a lot of other brands can utilize. Oh yeah, I know I know something like email. You know, I was gonna say antiquated, but not necessarily. But you know, a lot of people might think it's slower now. They, you know, they have other forms of communication, but you know, that's still important. You know, everyone everyone still still uses that and whatnot. But that newsletter is the is what's up. You feel me? In right. reality, shit. I I honestly like. I get a lot of newsletters from different companies and I take the time to actually sit there and look at that shit because it might be something in there, you know, that Wish interests you in there. And it'd be a discount right. code. You know? How long how long did it take for your my bad, I was gonna ask, how long does it did it take for your newsletter to really get up and running? Because over the years and, and especially when you mentioned that last time, I thought about that and I thought about how maybe we could incorporate that either into the cod or into any other, you know, avenue that I'm in. But I guess one thing that I've been hesitant about is how do you get that rolling, right? Because I've had like a, a MailChimp and I've put emails in there and I've learned that's the worst practice, right? Because a few people, of course, they tap in, right? Not the, but I'm going to explain. The worst practice is because I didn't necessarily ask them. I've had their email and I just put it into this. So I've seen some, when, I, when in, the, in the efforts, when I look at the stats back in the day, some of those people had opted out. And then they said, I never signed up for this. Or what is this? And I kind of burned some of those bridges because I just assumed that they would be on this rather than. So my question is, how long did it take to really get the ball up and rolling and get those trusted people to opt in to so, reading your newsletter? Um, I would say today I've only had about three people unsubscribe from my newsletter. Right. And one of them, I don't, it sounds bad, but I don't care because he was he literally unscribed because he could no longer find the ten dollar shirts on my mm. stuff. Literally. That's all he bought was like the super duper clearance. Not to say it's a bad thing, no, but it's like he unfollowed me, unsubscribed, all that. I'm like, it made it seem like I did something bad. Like you got four shirts for ten dollars at one point. Three X at that. Right. So it was just like, all right, this um it didn't take long, honestly. Um the only problem is I feel like some of my, even like how he said that uh, Gordo said that he gets new girls from companies, a lot of mine from other companies go to spam. So I don't get to engage in it. And that's why I feel like some of the people who don't open mine because I'm in the spam. And that's the only hard part. Um, I might have started it in either 2020 or 2021. Uh, I went to a friend of mine, a friend of mine, Johnny, he had a class and he put me on game to that and I tried it out. And it, it really took off. But I think for other people, I just had to announce in my story, like, oh, make sure you check your email today. Check your email right now. I just sent you something. Get your discount on your free shirt in there. So it didn't take long. It took, like, a couple of months. Now, I had their emails from the purchases. So it, it no one's really ever complained about it. And, only, yeah, I guess, and one of the other people that unsubscribed to me is someone right. who doesn't, he don't like me anymore. That's right. why you Right. right, but but they did make a purchase, so you already know that. Yes, they're tapped yeah, in. They've already they've already supported you with their money, so yeah, they would be the right person for that newsletter. Yeah, and then the others like in my story, they sign up for my email list. You get a free this, you get a free that. So people then started voluntarily going to the website, put their name in to get the chance to get that. So, um, it was like a half a half. Thing. It didn't take it didn't take uh it didn't take long to be honest. Okay. And I, I really would recommend it. Some people use the text messages. Right. Um, I haven't figured it out or tried it out yet. And I'm trying to just 
not bother people as much. I only send an email for a sale today, sale just for you if you're reading this, or I got a new product. And that's really all I try to say. All right. And you also mentioned, uh, I think on your website, you had a new development or you were developing a, a, a chat bot or a help bot. Did did that ever get up and running? Yes, it is. It, hey. it, it tweaked a little bit and um, it's actually a good tool, but it keeps logging me out. So, so during releases, because there's so much going on because it's only me, I, I usually forget to make sure I'm logged into that. Cause some people have hit me up. Like, they'll see this is out of stock within two days. Like, hey, hey, hey Shaku, this is me. Do you have this anymore? And then if I don't respond, they'll text my phone or something. But it is there. And it actually, what's dope about it is it actually works without me doing it. So it actually, do you have a, a question or are you looking for, like, delivery or whatever? So some people say, I'm trying to figure out what's up in my order. They say, what's your order number? And it'll literally do all that, tell them where it is, tracking without me even knowing Right. I, once I come in the app, I see I talk to this person. I sent them off. We got them together. They good. So that it's an actual dope function, to be honest. With you. Right. And you didn't have to like pay for that, or or is that like a okay? No, I, it might have came free with Shopify. I'm not mistaken. Right. I can double check and hit you back. But oh, that's I, true. That's true. I'm I'm cheap. I'm halfway broke, so I don't pay for anything. Right. Mail free. Shopify I pay for, but like I try not to pay. For. I told you I got a free Spotify. So I heard your album. <laughs> hey, hey, facts, man. I'm I'm have to send you the uh deluxe tracks just because, man. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess where where what's your uh, goals now? Now that you've already kind of shown the you know effectiveness of the newsletters, the marketing approaches, and then just your release schedule. You know, how are you planning to? I guess grow and and multiply on what you've already got going on so the grand scheme for next year is i want to be recognized as a brand in chicago i know i'm like outside of chicago right now but like i want to be recognized within the the people that are spoken of and rather than small clusters i want to i'm trying to like literally be known throughout the city as a brand and um what i started doing actually recently i gave probably gave like five but i'll just walk around I see someone who looks like they might fit, you know, the steeds of the brand. Like, hey, my name's Artificial. I got a brand. I'm just handing out a shirt. You know, no charge. Uh, what's your size? You know, I'm, I'll, I'll do that if I have to just to get my name out. Like, I'm not good with Instagram ads yet. So it's like, I'm just going to be outside from whether it's cold, hot. Anytime I can, I'm going to have my, my work on me. Anybody. Spell it out me. the trunk. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to. I don't even sell them. I was giving them out. For sure. I was literally giving them out because I don't know. I ain't tried selling it like, hey, buy this because I All know right. I, I wouldn't buy it from someone who came to me. With it. I will say, I will say, like, I've tried that approach, right? So with, with uh, this rare awareness brand that I have now, we, you know, we just have this one T-shirt, just literally the logo, just merch, right? And I didn't necessarily, like, think of selling it and things like that, but out and about at some of these shows – it's almost been a talking point like, oh, you know, do you, do you want a rare T-shirt? Do you want this or that? And at first I was like, I don't know about giving it out for free. Should, should we sell these? But it almost helped us, you know, just you feeding it a little there. bit to a few people. Right. And, and they see it. And then someone else asks. It's, it's almost like a, if, if one person sees someone wearing it, there's going to be a few people to ask. And we send them the link. And, you know, some people have been buying. So at first to me, I was like, man, I'm. This is an investment. I'm throwing money out here, but 
it's kind of coming back. So, you know, with, with that, go on, go on. No, no, no. To that point, a brand strategy that I saw somebody um, when I was at a concert and they were, they were giving away t-shirts, right? But they had their Venmo up, they had their QR code up. They said, Hey, you know, you guys can donate, you know, you donate something cool. If not, you can still have a shirt, but here's this QR code. This is our website. Check us out. You know, and, and most people gladly donated something, five, 10, right. 15 bucks. You know what I'm saying? That's a brand strategy. So um, it, it's funny that you say that. I, I think that uh, giving it giving it to people, you know, them feeling the quality, them seeing the style and shit, there's, there's definitely an upside to that. Yeah, I mean, I've had people, I've had some of them follow me. Some of them were dead ends, you know, but it was a gamble that I was willing to take because I'm like, I know me personally. If you stop me in the street, I'm probably not going to buy whatever you want because I don't want to be bought. So I haven't figured right. out how. I can't lie. Oh, I'm selling out the trunk. I'm, I don't know how to I'm. That's not me. So I'm like, you know what? Rather than hold this person up for five minutes because it's so saturated. Everybody trying to sell you a CD, trying to sell you something, and you don't care. All right, boom. Yeah, this is me, my brand. Check me out. Follow me on the gram. Have a nice day. When I, when I was in Vegas uh, a week or two ago, somebody stopped me and said he had cologne. I was just like, like no, it's my own brand, my own brand of cologne. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, and in my head, I'm thinking shit. Southside crackhead trying to sell me, you know, a little bottle of cologne. Those trying to sell you the, yeah, the yeah, the X, the X, the X, knockoff, right? The rose water, you know. About about hooligan, I think. He's the brand that made me realize that there's no actual limit. Because I've seen him do like a collaboration with a candle. I've seen him do like a raincoat, and a hockey jersey. At the time, everyone's t shirt. T shirt. Yeah, was like, <laughs> it was so crazy. I was like, oh. <laughs> See? I got the hockey jersey all under the, the Western name. So I'm just like, and the crazy thing is, he had actually hit me up when he was doing this one, because he had, it was like, bro, I need you to like straighten the lines out. And I'm just like, all right, I got you. I'm gonna do as best as I can. And I was just like, bro, when it's come out, just make sure you, you know, like let me see it first so I can see it before you put it out. And so it was just like, man, like, like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, but the thing is, I feel like with, with him, it's just like, he has an attention from like, you know, like, Rico wore these type of jerseys and hoodies and hockey jerseys as a kid, you feel me? So it's just like he kind of bringing back that same inspiration, but revamping it into something that he loves, you feel me? Which is his own brand. And so it's just like, that's, like I say, like, that's why I'm saying it's always intention that helps with the, you know, the creation of things and stuff like that. And so, I don't know, it's just like, and then, like I say, I got I, I I even got the man fucking like beach towel that he made. Like it's just like I say, like it's just intention behind the designs and shit like that. And so it's just like it's crazy. Like it's just like it's his honestly, wild, just do your thing. His wild side project, I think that was my favorite. And I'm mad I didn't get no pieces. I always think, you know, there's always time to get it. And I got it. it yeah. Awesome. Like that wild side, the whole beach thing, that was crazy. Yeah. I fuck with that one. That was I am mad I didn't get a piece from the um actual what what the fuck was it? Humble Begins. Oh I think um, I, butterfly, the one with the butterfly on the back. Yeah, with the crew. I didn't get the I got the shirt, but I didn't get the crew neck. I was so fucking salty because he sold out of the motherfuckers Lily. Like he was like he had the event 
I'm like, all right, I can't make the event, but I'm gonna buy a fucking what's the name? Lee sold out of the fucking crew next at the fucking event. I'm sitting there salty as hell. That's what I'm just like. Yeah. And that's how I felt about your hoodie. That's why I'm about to buy that motherfucker right now. Out of control, <laughs> Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I was like, even though people was like, oh, you need, we need the hoodie again. I, I'm, I, that was my cool guy phase. Like, nah, you missed it, man. You slipping. But like I said, my man Steve said, you want to be cool guy? You want to make sales and make money? You know what? Let me let me do that. Let me try and see what see what's to it. I really wanted it for. Black I mean, Black. it's it's like the, I feel like this is like if you make collections, okay, you put them in a capsule, right? And you tuck them away. Eventually, that capsule has to get dug up. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's that. That's the and that's the thing that I'm 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 trying to get to. I'm gonna get over the Rico ass in one of these days because I'm just like he. I feel like it's just like he got a lot of pieces that I'm just like eventually, bro. The way that you really bring all this full vault. circle is you do that 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 capsule and you know get all the pieces that made the fans. You feel me? The archives, them, open it yeah, up. You feel me? Exactly. You got to go to the archives. You feel me? I mean, look at Jordan, bro. Can't forget, it's like you can't forget the past. You know, <laughs> Jordan you, you hasn't closed. Jordan past, hasn't closed know. the archives. <laughs> no, Jordan. Jordan. I mean, shit. Every year. At this point, look at hey. Every if year. we want to be, if we want to talk about success, then why not? Right. Shit, that that's the right. prime example of it. He just brought back the, the uh, original Jordan. What the Chicago times. ones? Yeah, yeah, that's like Chicago ones. Bro, like oh, I yeah. say, like like I say, it's it it's like I say, it's it's real knowledge and actual facts to these shit. So it's just like we gotta just like I say, we gotta take that shit and do it because it's yeah. like hey, think about it, it. He doing it with shoes over and over right. and over again. If it's a great different colorways, right? Just you tweak I mean, a little and, bit. And of Nike at this bit. point, right. and Nike I was just doing about to say with sweatshirts and fucking and shirts. You feel me? Like imagine if you never released that that shirt you're wearing right now. The uh, the you know light blue on the navy again, but you just switch up the color, and now somebody can still have the shirt, but then they're like, "Yo, I really want that blue one," and you're like, "I don't know, man. Maybe it comes back in a year." So that's how these guys, you know, <laughs> they just dangle it. Yeah, I was trying to bring I that got one, and the black and the yellow. Yeah, you got the gray one, right? I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I got. I got a couple of them, man. Hey, look. <laughs> hey, I got a couple of them. Right, right. I need to cop some more, man. I got, I got that one with with the pin as well. I still got on one of my hats uh, in the crib, so I definitely need to re up on. I actually wanted that uh, the green one with the orange text, but I don't know if that, you know, restocked in a while. It didn't, but man, we, we might need some. Uh, you might need to hit your DM, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> There's a few pieces I would say, yo, make a one of one. <laughs> <laughs> Send it out. Maybe <laughs> come back with this one. <laughs> right. A, a lot of people hit me up for the one on ones and all those creations. Honestly, like family, friends, and it's like, you know, I'll put my name on do this. I'm like, you ain't. I ain't got my name on anything yet. Like, right. I but I, I'll say my ego is what stopped me on the, the green and orange one because I'm not a fan of that. There was stuff that I left out that I found out later. I left. Ah. Out. Never like that. Shirt. I see, I see that those colors, and it reminds me of the uh, undefeated fours. I'm like, man, that would that would definitely go go well with some some kicks out here for sure. Let me see if I can. <laughs> I want to show you what I mean. Sorry, I mean to leave. So you know how, like, on the back of it, I had the snakes, right? 
I had the snakes, and the face was a dice. And in the back, there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of snakes. I mean, there's a couple of dice just in the air. So I forgot because I got so many art books. Let me see if you can see this. I had the dice with the wings that was supposed to be in the background too, but I ended up flooding it with the wrong thing. So I never. I never got past that, so I don't. I don't like wearing it. I don't. It's just like eh. you can. You can see the mistake, yeah, or in your mind, right? But people, people loved it. They keep asking me for it too. I love it. I love the colors. But it's like I don't wear mine. All right. Just, if the people want it, be stuck it. Who cares if I don't like? It? Maybe, maybe an updated design. I feel. I. I always thought about that, but I always feel bogus because the original people. Right, them. right. The original people are gonna say, "What well, you know? Where you know?" Exactly. <laughs> you know, right, I, right. You know, go back and forth, and like, wait, where, where the flying dice come from? Saint the two point oh. What's up? Nah. Uh, right. Elsewhere, but it's like I got so many things on a lot of shirts. It's like that. Man. So I just because it's me, I got to do too much. Like Gordo said, like you do a lot, and you just end up like I gotta film it. I gotta get the pictures done. I gotta edit what I just filmed. I gotta come up with reels. I gotta finalize the design, the sizes. When it comes in, I gotta inspect it. I gotta bag it. I gotta put the pins in. I gotta order the pins. I gotta customize the pins. All that. So yeah, stuff gets left out in that in that madness. Right, right. right. Now, one question I did have earlier when you when you mentioned Instagram ads, um, how is your presence on other social media platforms, and are you trying to get involved in others like? TikTok and things like that. TikTok, yeah. So uh, I, I'll say I use Twitter a lot. I don't get too much reaction from it from people that don't know me. Uh, TikTok, I do use a lot. Like I put up the. I'm not sure if you saw the reel when I was drawing the the shirt with the eyeball on it. No. So yeah. Basically, I just went through and showed them how I physically draw it. Physically, go to the computer, edit every single part of it how it looks when it first gets here and how it looks with me walking with. It. So I put that on the reel. I first put it on Instagram. It got like a low amount of views, four or five hundred. I put it on TikTok. It gets to like a thousand in a couple of hours and a whole bunch of followers and stuff like that. So like different people gravitate from different platforms depending on like even if I put the same thing, they might not care over here. So I realized on TikTok. Yeah, no, I, I, I've been realizing that too. And then I, I even got a guy for content creation for TikTok, if you want it. Oh, word? That'll help you. Yeah. Like, I got a homie that work at TikTok. That's what I was saying. Like, what? I got, uh, you need to. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey man. I, I, he, re, hey, he just, hey, he, hey, you know, and the crazy thing is he put up this little post like, bro, I got this whole content creation guide for TikTok to help you maximize using the platform, basically. And I guess they get us to their top they top content creators or whatever. I'm looking at this shit like, bro, this is official as fuck. Like he's breaking it. Like they're he like it's broken down lead for like every fucking post that you do. I need that to link. get your target <laughs> uh, to get your target basically okay. to get your target target audience to actually make it where your real is seen and then to actually get your ass more audiences. And I'm just like, bro, this shit is mind blowing. And I'm I just like, I don't know what to use that. it for. I wouldn't mind if you're and, he, and I'm like, so I'm like, I'm I'm like, you say you using you 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 made a reel and it got over a thousand views. Fuck it. Let's try to hit it fucking 10k now. Shit. It's like fucking this guy literally like it'll help you. I'm I'm stressing it'll help you break every fucking post down. 
And I'm like, and I'm like, and it can be, and like he said, it can be used for any fucking content creator, whether it's artists, rappers, anybody. You feel me? And I'm just like, and I'm looking at this, and I'm like, it makes sense. And I'm just like, TikTok is low key gonna be that fucking place. Oh, it's it's, if it's already not, it's already if it's if, if it's not be if it's not become that place, it's gonna be that place. Because Twitter's a we already know Twitter's days are are numbered at this point. <laughs> we don't know when it's gonna just stop working. That's the funny part. Like it's still jumping on my at this point. At this point, Twitter has to become a sentient AI to in order to survive. That's what I was trying to say. I was telling people in the Discord we need we need Twitter's code to be like decentralized so it could just be on different servers. So like it can't ever go down and, and if something breaks Twitter someone else is gonna hop in and fix it. Twitter <laughs> fuck around to become the matrix. You gotta stop. Yo, <laughs> yo. That's that, 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 that's what happened if you fuck around and do that shit. I was right. like, man, yeah, like Twitter. But it's just like, yeah, I'm like TikTok. I'm like, I, I feel like that's the platform, you know, like that's and where, and we, you know, we just talking about like getting to. Uh, yeah, ego, ego. It don't feel like I got too much ego to let it go now. Yeah, so I, I'll definitely, I got an email. I'll forward it to you. Um, Definitely. And I'm like, I'll forward it to you too, see. Like, oh, shit. yeah, I need that. I'm like, I'm like, I know you. I'm like, shit, you definitely can post a new, a new, new, new music on there. I, I definitely, yeah. bro. I'm telling you, bro. When I was in the studio last time, there, there was a, a young artist. If you, if you've seen this season of Atlanta, you might know. You know, shout out the YWA. Oh, no, I definitely seen yeah, I, I, I was just, and, and I was going to ask y'all, I'm like, I feel like, yo, like, yo, slogans come from, like, 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 I'm like, damn, I feel like somebody can say that shit in Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Like, in the, in the episode, like, for real, for real. And I'm just like, but no, I, bro, I, I walk in no. the studio, and it's this, like, young, young, you know, it don't matter, but young white artists and whatnot, he's just, ah, you know, and he's, he's like, yeah, I'm making music, and, and, and like, He's listening to my like lyrical miracle Nas raps, and of course he's making like Yeet type music. So we're already like, you know, but we're talking about music, and he's like, yeah, dude. So I just put up this TikTok, and I got like forty thousand plays on SoundCloud, and I'm like, jeez, like <laughs> I'm like, yo, I need to get TikTok today, like, yeah, no, it's, it's be like that. That's what I'm saying. Uh. It's like. I don't know. It's just like I like from what I can tell in that guy. It's more about the personality and the content. It don't even matter if the content is ass. Somebody out there wants to see this content is going to watch right. that content over and over. That's right. And that's right. the crazy thing about that's the crazy thing about humanity at this point. You know. Do you know what like, I feel about platforms? I feel like everyone is a different person on different platforms. Right. They they mold themselves to the algorithm. Right. Like on Facebook, you're more professional. On Twitter, you let anything go. Anything say, you know. No, see, my Facebook is full of the, I, I don't know my Facebook from the ghetto. So they don't <laughs> got no filter you know, on, like, on so any platform. Like, <laughs> I, they be saying, I be, they be like, damn, why you don't be getting banned? But I got 30 days. I don't, I don't know what the fuck you did. I'm like, shit, I'm low key. But then somebody told me because most of my posts are not public or whatever the fuck it is oh, like, okay. it can only be seen within my network or a friend network or whatever a friend's network and so it's like they don't report me or some shit but I'm just like Facebook my face all my shit ghetto like I don't know like and I've been like I, I'm trying to get my Instagram back to showing me fucking art but it won't go back to showing me fucking art so it's just like it's over with so I'm just like I don't know what to do right, like it's right. just like 
this shit is crazy. But I definitely seen people act different on different platforms. And you know, speaking but, of nah. speaking of uh, you know Twitter and the sentient beings and all this, <laughs> did you ever during the height of all this metaverse stuff? Did you ever think of getting artificial involved in any metaverse, any digital artifacts, NFT type? I will say no because I didn't research nor at the time care for it. Someone just said that like a month or two ago. Have you ever thought about doing NFTs? And I'm like, no, because like I'm so busy designing, drawing, editing, doing all this that something extra is just like too much on my plate. Um mm. I've I've seen people do certain things, not brands, but like, you know, certain people like that guy's name Idris, uh, you know, do certain things with the metaverse, but like I still haven't seen it in like the physical. All I see is my same platform. I haven't seen the next step. So it hasn't intrigued my mind. It's like, man, maybe I should drop some shirts on that. And at the same time, the only thing I've seen for NFTs are like things for going for crazy prices just to have like a piece of art. And that the way people have explained it to me, like you, someone can still screenshot it. You just own it. So it's kind of like I'm not at that, I'm not at that borderline yet where I'm ready to transition or I understand the transition. So right. Right now, I'm just yeah. taking the space that I got. I won't even lie to you. I'm not that intelligent. Hey, it's. I mean, I think there's got to be something there because the restraint worked out because clearly it is a turbulent time for crypto, right? With FTX going under and, you know, a lot of this stuff is bottoming out. I think over time, maybe there's going to be, there's going to, we're going to find a real utility for that type of technology and things like that. But, you know, from inception, it's been real you know, up and down. I mean, this is, in regards to that, it's just like, I find it weird. I find it funny as fuck because it crashed before it could fucking live. If you feel me? Right. The reality. But that's just due to people overhyping and just... Money laundering. <laughs> yeah, you know, and just not even that. I just, like right. I say, they didn't, give it. They didn't, they didn't actually let the real true artists build the community. Like, it's just yeah. like a lot of people with... It's like a lot of business. It's like, think about it. You, you allow a lot of business people to continue to make business decisions on things that are supposed to be innovative. It won't be innovative. <laughs> right, right. It'll just be a, it'll be a quick buck. And that's what exactly Commodities. what it was. So think about it. It's like, think about it. Like all these brands, like we're supposed to be creating like shoes and clothing for motherfuckers to wear in the, in the metaverse. None of that shit. No, no, where that shit is now. I mean, and, and just, just listen, to what, listen to what Artificial just said. He said he's been concentrating on designs and all this type of shit. You see what I'm saying? A, a real artist. That's what a real artist is is, is uh, concerned with is his art. He's not thinking about you know the, the commerce, right? Yeah, and all that shit. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I think that's the closest the thing. thing. About, that's what I'm saying because it's like, but it like even not even then though because this is like think about it. It's just like me personally as an artist, I felt like with NFTs and the metaverse that could have been an opportunity for artists to really you know have a claim to whatever there was theirs, you feel me? Yeah. Within that space. But then it's just like you're trying to be in this space and it's costing your ass damn near two thousand dollars to get in this space or damn near twenty K to get it, twenty Bitcoin to get in this this space. And it's just like, okay. Right. Nigga, I can't farm I can't farm Bitcoin. It's not a fucking video game. Like right. But this is a digital ass space. You feel me? Like that's the weird part about it. So yeah, but like I'm like ultimate, 
ultimately I hope something does come back. You know, the niggas like we we figure something out regards to it. Right. Apparel right now, I feel like the most practical use of any digital marketplace or metaverse right now would be just clothing getting into video games, right? So you see Jordan Brand and, and that's you what see I was all these say, people and, and in Fortnite, right? And you can buy the clothes yeah. in Fortnite or or even I think there might be uh Burberry that you can buy to put on your players in Minecraft and things like that. I know I that's I know, the only I thing that I see is like game. what people but this you know the NFTs and the stuff that people just have on their their things that one was a little shaky for for the industry but you know no, I got it's like, and the crazy thing is, I got like a whole fucking, and, I, and the, the, you mentioned that I got like a whole in my Pokemon Unite fucking game. They gave away like a a ball, a ball main outfit. Right. Look, a, look, and, like, and these brands are making like, money off I'm, of this, right? I'm but bitch, like, okay, like, but this is a whole fucking video game, right? But they, Pokemon but they have ball to use. Main, avenues like that Wait. to where somebody would actually buy it because i guess like for a regular nft somebody can buy your design or your shirt and maybe if you are savvy enough to couple your nft purchase with a physical right and you actually send them some people have but i guess the real utility so far is just to buy them and couple them in the video games where you at least know someone will use that day in and day out to like look at that image but so far, that's the only thing I've seen brands actually be successful. Yeah, somebody to my one in GTA, uh, GTA Five. All right, All right. <laughs> and then have somebody walk around and do some crazy shit. In. <laughs> right. Jeez. Stream it and plug and plug it. That'll be dope. It's just like Chrome Hearts in GTA. That's all I'm seeing now. Chrome Heart, hey? the LV monogram. That's all I really see. It's just all, all right. yeah. All right, so we we That's we definitely we we spoke about we spoke about just to like wrap up. So we spoke about you know your plans to multiply and what what twenty twenty three holds and things like that. Um, and obviously there's plans to scale. There's plans to grow the audience. There's plans to really plant that flag in Chicago. Um, I guess before before we leave, two things. So one. What are what are I guess some ways that you're going to innovate, whether it be new products or just new methods? The products, the, were, yeah. uh, shareable content. I pay attention to, like I look at all the small things because I don't get a lot of uh, interaction. So I look at who share. It tells me who shares my last post. It tells right. me, you know, it's, it's the same group of people that like it. All right, who's the who's the person that randomly like who's the person that randomly shared it that doesn't usually do it, and I pay attention to what they're sharing, and so I'm I'm trying to focus on more shareable content rather than trailers that no one's gonna understand. Right, let's make it simple, dope, shareable content, and that's that's really what I'm focused on because that's helped me. When I have a drop and someone orders and they get their shirt, they share it. I got like four or five of their friends coming now. Whether they shop or not, they'll still follow. So I'm I'm looking at shareable content of just creating the content as well as the designs, making the designs everybody wants. Matter of fact, you know that the shirt that you bought, sorry I mean to ramble on it, right? 
the shirt that you bought, when I previewed the the collar, the uh, whatever the neck tag, a lot of people, especially the guys, said, "Yeah, I'm gonna pass on this one." You know what I'm saying? Right. Just from seeing that it was orange and it was right. too, this ain't this too feminine, whatever that. At least five to ten people hit me up like, "Yeah, you know, I mess with you, but I'm gonna pass on this." One. And I think even my brother said the same thing. It's like, "Cool, all right, no problem." When they find, when they seen the trailer, it's half the people. Oh, I'm buying it. Ain't even seen the shirt. You know the color of the shirt. You know the trailer. Shirts drop. I remember I was at work when I was least, and like I literally hit send on the uh, the email right from my work desk. I turned around, locked the door, came back. I had like thirty people read the open the email in the first thirty seconds because of how I hyped it up just from the color and the trailer. All they knew to the point. That's like that was my fastest. That was my best email that went out because they wanted they were intrigued to see the product. So it's just those mechanics. That's what I'm focused on now, taking the cool out of it and making you want it without even knowing what the hell I have. I've done a good a good job up to now, but now I'm about to, you know, crank the gears on. Really Run it up it. a little bit. Now yeah. I do remember that. I remember that the shirt came out in the right season as well. Yeah, because because exactly. I think I think you did do a quick preview and you might have seen the colors and, and, you know, I think it was, you know, the flowers on there and, you know, someone could say, uh, I don't know, but you see the full. I didn't, didn't even the show the graphic. OK, word. Not yeah. until all they saw was the color. They saw this, the neck tag and the trailer. That was and it. they were already they were already off of it for a little bit. <laughs> do you remember the trailer? I, I, I think so. I think so. Right. Were you, were you in a field? Nah, it was actually downstairs in my apartment. I couldn't right. think of it, so I went and bought a fake flower and a real flower, a boat right. and I just kept taking a 10-second video every day for like a week, put it in a time-lapse, and it showed the real flower dying, the real, the fake flower was still standing, and then I had that Sid song in the background, and it just, it just, it just blew from that, and that's what really helped me sell it besides the shirt. So the, developing that hype, that's what I'm going to keep doing bigger and better right now my last question of course what song do you want to end your uh, episode off with uh, who am i listening to these days i ain't gonna lie i'm a big freddie gibbs fan west side guy. like that whole crew that circles around the outcome hey did he get his chain back um so apparently benny's got <laughs> benny he's got the picture of the small g Freddie was like, yo, they haven't, they haven't, but Benny put up a video, he showed all his chains, and in the cut, you see the small G, the small G. I was like, oh, damn, it's real. Uh, well, since you brought up Benny, I'm going to say uh, One Way Flight, Benny the Butcher featuring uh, Freddie Gibbs. All right, good, good, good. Let's let's get some peace. <laughs> I'm, I'm let's talk of, peace, oh, man. Hopefully, man. hopefully these brothers can work it out, man, because we fans hey, me of and both. Hey, me and Gordo, me and Gordo talked about it thoroughly. Hey, we man, I'm trying to go to that show at the Metro. I ain't even gonna start. Party, I might go to that show. <laughs> you going? Okay, okay. Yeah, I think I'm in the hey, 18th. Hey, fuck it. I'm it's over with and I'm gonna go there because I'm like I was like, man, I ain't got nobody to go with. I'm like, I'm gonna fuck around and do something wrong. They're gonna jump my ass, all type of shit. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so, I'm so like, I, I, I love the album. Like I love that album. Like 
I love that. Nice. I was, like, I, I feel like they did them dirty with the Grammys, but it's just like, fuck the Grammys at this point. Dark-hearted song of the year. That stuff, bro. I don't care. As long as you put out a dope product after Grammys, they not ran by us anyway. Who they yeah, saying? they not ran by us, like, at the end of the day. But hopefully, fuck it. He, hey, we'll see. I might, he, at the end of the day, like, he he, hey, he, he got his flowers on my end. You, you feel me? Right. I got vinyls from him, all that. Like, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Police want to kill me over my dog skin. <laughs> yeah. Say one thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I'm you feeling dark hearted. If y'all can DM me your address again, I'm going to send you one of my free shirts. Oh, oh my God. Man, my man. Thank and you. I appreciate it. Appreciate y'all time. So I just want to spread that. Oh, out. yeah. Definitely send me your. I'm a, uh, when I DM you, send me your email so I can send you that, uh, that guide I got for TikTok. Definitely, definitely. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna send y'all free. Uh, wait, you guys don't have the eye of the holder, do you? I don't have that one yet. I don't have. I don't have one yet. I'm gonna make that happen. I just need your size, your address. It'll be there by next week. All right, hell yeah, bro. Thank Not you, good. man. Once again, artificial as always. Tap in. We're gonna have the website down below. Uh, you know, opt into that newsletter. Get those discounts. You'll love it. Trust me. Make is the new real. That's what it is. And I'm going to stay on. I'm going to stay on. We're going up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate your time, for real. Thank you very much. Yeah. Jazz boy, Jazz boy, don't ask me no questions. Just listen to this shit. Uh. She catch a one-way flight to kick it wherever I'm at So if she wanna stay, then the bitch will never come back You wanna know how a chip feel? I been there once This year three in the beginning of a ten-year run And that's predicted, my persistence got my name on all the blisters Had a brick before rap, like that dope boy from Memphis I survived all them death threats and three felony convictions Plug found out my whole team was high, he kept his distance What's the stage with no mic and no voice of a poet? What's more important, the flower or the soil that grow it? Yeah, it's cool, but one rule, don't get caught in a moment Or it's back to swinging ratchets and warming up water Starving made me thin And ain't no mercy in this game we in Eyes stacked against us, had to play to win I got abroad, I never saw it before 1am I'm out west and crazy girls cleaning out the ATM Let's go Phone so burnt, I need my pager back Trips with that work, my baby made it back I fuck with them hoes, I know she hated that you gon' cry in that Toyota or this Maybach This for hustlers with straight cash, not bitches with fake bags For hoes who fall in love with trappers and break bags She texting my homie, but I'm fucking hers, she fake mad These hoes can't handle a nigga they can't have Unlucky for y'all, you know who the fuck is in charge I put a couple in jars, let it fluff till it's hard I'm at J-House, Kerry James Marshall, cover the wall Enough cushion I could cover the fall You know business is business, bitches is bitches And they fucking us all You know how life go, you stuck with your flaws What's that about? They had me fucked up Niggas thought I'd suffer for long I'm driving, counting money with hundreds on a color and floor Uh-huh, put my hands together and I pray for the bread Cause I get five jail cars a day from the feds Go to sleep with an alarm and a K on the ledge And a fireproof thousand pounds safe in the crib Ah! Phone so burnt, I need my pager back Trips with that work, my baby made it back Fuck with them hoes, I know she hated that But you gon' cry in that Toyota or this Maybach Uh, 
I said fuck it, one gon' do a verse Bought some ugly white girl when I whipped it, it's Miss Universe Migo brought them chickens on the bird, that's that school to work I control my bitches, only fans, I got computer work Freddie Kane, I keep a college bitch on the 94 with the waist stash Baby daddy bought her that fake brody, she fake mad Butcher and the rabbit, get that man, check out credentials Hoes get fucked and sent home early, just like the Clippers Is you with it, bitch? Phone so burnt, I need my pager back Trips with that work, my baby made it back Fuck with them hoes, I know she hated that But you gon' cry in that Toyota or this Maybach